Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast, presented by the University of Maryland Sports Business Society. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 27 of the Locker Room Podcast. My name is Aaron Ness, and today I am joined by the Madden 20 Challenge Champion, Madden 21 Patriots Club Champion, and one of the best Madden players in the world, Noah Johnson, a.k.a. Noah, up next. Thanks for being here, Noah. How you doing? Uh, I appreciate the invite, Aaron. Um, I'm doing great so far today. What I like to hear is what I like to hear. So, um, you're uh, going to be a freshman next year at UMD. Um, so, you know, you're one of the younger guys on the scene. Uh, when did you start playing Madden? Yeah, I started playing Madden about like eight, nine years ago. But uh, last year was like my first official year, like com- playing competitively. So over those eight, nine years, uh, when did you realize that like this might be something you wanted to pursue, something you might actually like be good enough to pursue? Yeah, like, I was always just, like, a competitive kid, so, like, playing, like, competitive sports, like, baseball and basketball and stuff like that, um, so I would always try to, like, be the best playing, like, video games as well, but I'd just be, like, playing my buddies, and, like, I'd be beating them, and then, like, I tried, like, playing the leaderboards and stuff, and I started beating, like, some dudes I've seen, like, um, winning, like, a lot of money playing playing Madden, so I realized, hey, I might as well sign up for one of these tournaments and see where it, see where it gets me, and then I ended up winning that tournament, so pretty cool so that was your first tournament you ended up winning yeah yeah that was my first like live event and i ended up winning that tournament so that was did you start doing leaderboards mostly on uh regular game mode or in ultimate team um yeah i would play the uh ultimate team just because i knew like more of the comp guys would play like the ultimate team rather than like uh the regs leaderboards yeah um when you were still when you're doing that first competition you were still a uh, senior in high school was there kind of like a conflict between like obligations to school and obligations to pr- trying to compete um not really because I would play a lot at night uh, a lot of people that play video games it's usually like at night because like yeah a lot of people like have like their daily obligations whether it be school or work or something like that um I some nights I wouldn't get that much sleep playing uh until like two or three in the morning uh, my parents weren't too happy about that but when they realized I started was able to like make some money doing it they were definitely super supportive yeah there you go I guess that's every kid's dream right it's just like (laughs) let me play video games until it's uh middle of the night um but yeah so you um how were you actually able to qualify for the Madden 20 challenge yeah so I went on their website or I saw something on Twitter and it was like you had to just sign up and you had to be like top 96 or something like that on the leaderboards by like a specific date and I ended up being like first on the leaderboards um so and then there was like double elimination like through the one through 96 and then I ended up qualifying through that and it was like final 16 so like eight on each console so like eight on Xbox eight on uh, PS4 and then that was like the live event was like those 16 people yeah, I mean, before that tournament, and I guess before that even qualifying, um, not too many people in the Madden community were, were really calling you out, saying that you were one of these up-and-coming guys. Um, do you think you fed off being an underdog at all in that tournament? Um, yeah, I think it was definitely super helpful that nobody knew really who I was. They didn't know my play style, which, uh, which kind of benefited me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can't really do that anymore. A lot of most, – most of the people that play Madden <laughs> know who I am, so – 
there. Um, I guess you took advantage of it while you had that opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Um, how are you preparing? Like, were you able to like prepare in a similar manner to most of these other guys, or you think it was mostly just you staying up late at night? Um. Yeah. So when I prepared, like I prepared differently this year than I did last year. Um. Last year I was kind of like a lone wolf. I didn't really know many people in the community. I didn't like like um like participate like the community is a pretty like tight-knit community uh, they don't usually like allow new people you kind of got to like show yourself but uh, I, ju I just kind of stayed to myself um and like the way I played like the way I prepared was either playing on the leaderboards or if I wasn't doing that uh, I was big into money games which is like you like play on a website or whatever um and you play for like 25 50 100 whatever um, and I felt like that would prepare me really well for these tournaments because people like obviously aren't they're going to play their best game because they don't want to like lose their money. So they're going to play their best game. And it was also like a nice way to get some extra cash as well. So it's usually winning them. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that, you know, you look at different ways to prepare if I guess if you're not currently in the community, I guess, are you saying one of the better ways to prepare is go out play some money games? um yeah uh if you and like if you don't want to play money games like playing the leaderboards is also like basically free reps because like everyone has to play the leaderboards so you might always match up with someone that's like really good and it's like a free rep um yeah definitely um so in that tournament madden 20 challenge um you ended up beating wesley young kiv ghost cleft the god these are some really really big name people belt winners um, was there, do you ever feel like you had nervousness going up against these guys or you felt like you were able to kind of keep a nice mentality? No, it was definitely, I was definitely like nerve free, um, as like opposed to like the tournament that I just played in, um, because like I was an underdog, no one knew who I am. I wasn't really even supposed to be there. So I was just kind of playing with house money and I definitely, that played to my advantage. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess that you're saying maybe more in the most recent tournament, you felt like maybe you had something to prove a little bit more. Uh, yeah, definitely. I felt like I uh, probably should have won the tournament. Like, I felt like I was probably one of the best in the game. So I definitely have some more stuff to prove. So it's kind of disappointing to finish that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you have some sort of pregame routine that you do to get yourself, um, like, into the mindset? Uh, yeah, my pregame, uh, like, my, my daily routine for tournaments is actually uh, pretty specific. I usually keep myself to a pretty, like, uh, I don't even know, like, what's the word, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty, like, locked in for yeah. my daily tournament. Um, I usually, like, four to five hours before the tournament starts, I, like, get in practice mode and, like, warm up my hands by, like, just get, getting my stick work done. Like, a lot of people say I got, like, the best stick work, but, um, like, that, I, I sit in practice mode for about 30, 45 minutes to make sure my stick's doing good, and then uh, I'll watch some film on the people I'm playing against, see what, like, their – see what their um, – well, like their tendencies are so I can capitalize on that and then like about like an hour before the game I'll get back in practice mode to make sure my sticks like perfect and then be locked in for the game yeah definitely when you're talking about stick work like what do you mean by that you mean just like stop and go you feel like jukes or is there like something more to it oh yeah no it's basically just like the stop and go um being able to like uh cut through hole like finding the holes is like a really underrated aspect of like being able to run the ball or even like catching a pass and then like being able to make it instead of like a 10-yard gain like a touchdown um being able to like because you can't obviously control the blockers like it's all the cpu so right. and it's it's usually like repetitive like they're going to block the same way consistently so you just have to figure out like how to manipulate it yourself so you can you can capitalize on it 
Yeah, definitely. Um, and then speaking of the the pregame routine also, um, I noticed that you're one of the few players who doesn't often wear headphones while you play. Um, have you always done that? Yeah, no, I prefer to I prefer to listen to game sound um, or just listen to nothing. Like I'd rather I, I feel like music kind of it doesn't help me focus as like other people say, like music helps them focus. But I don't usually really get nervous. Like I don't really need music to calm me down. So I think. Yeah, music, fair. I feel like when I'm watching the NBA and stuff and they're like playing like music in the stadium, I'm always like, how are these guys? Like, they're just like going in there, like playing regular basketball, like Cardi B's on the stadium, like uh, loud speakers. And I'm like, they're not like thrown off by this at all. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know that they started doing that, but I started picking that up like two to three years ago. Um, like being at a basketball game and they just randomly, they start playing music. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how people focus doing that, but <laughs> I think when you kind of put it in that perspective, like people like kind of like, oh, yeah, you're right. Because I feel like I'm playing video games. A lot of times I am listening to music, you know, but like if you're trying to lock in, like, I don't know. Yeah, how- exactly. It seems it seems like the like back at like the NBA level or like when they do it at like baseball games, it's like it seems like it's like a pickup game or just like practice. When, like, yeah, because exactly. like when I'm like practicing or whatever, just playing against a friend, like, I'll yeah, definitely listen to music. But like when I'm walking in, I definitely prefer nothing. You have uh, you have friends who like come over and they're like, no, like we gotta play bad and like I'm about to take you on. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was definitely a, that was definitely a big thing last year. Uh, I definitely would be wanting to play all my buddies, uh, and then I'd usually <laughs> beat them a lot. So <laughs> and then we would then we'd be like, all right, let's play some Call of Duty or, or like 2K or something. Fair. Um, but yeah, so um, back to the Madden challenge was um, was really one of the first times like we were kind of talking about that a lot of the Madden community got to kind of see you in person. It was a first live event. Um, and for anyone who hasn't watched you play Madden before, you're very vocal. Um, and a lot of you get a lot of hate for that. Do you feel like the hate bothers you at all? Or you feed off of it? Uh, no, I mean, I'm cool with it. Um, I mean, I would kind of like not really enjoy watching myself play either. Cause like, it's just like, I mean, yeah, that kid's kind of annoying or whatever, but I feel like it helps me cause it gets in people's heads, which is just like another aspect of the game. Cause if you're focusing on me instead of the game, like I already have the advantage on you. So I just kind of use it uh, for an advantage for myself, but no, I'm yeah. usually not, I'm usually not that loud besides like when I'm playing Madden, I'm usually a pretty quiet, uh, quiet kid. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I feel like especially in the um, pre-COVID days when you guys were competing right next to each other, you getting up and being loud is definitely like kind of shake your opponent. Yeah, it's just going to even if it doesn't shake them, like get them nervous, it's definitely just going to get them pissed off and they'll try to like beat me by 100 and they're going to like uh, go away from their game plan, which is going to hurt them. Yeah. The rage blitzing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to just do something that they don't want to do, but it's just like they, they lose focus and it just helps me. Like, I, I don't lose focus when I'm like screaming at someone like I just find it funny. So, yeah, for sure. Um, and if, I mean, I would feel I feel like a lot of other players talk trash in one way or another. You know, um, I feel like maybe you get more heat than other players for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't know. I uh, Who knows? <laughs> I, I don't really pay much attention to it, so. That's fair, yeah. Got to block out the noise. Yeah. Um, yeah, but speaking of blocking out the noise, um, you ever feel like you need to take a break from competitive Madden or from social media and just kind of clear your head at all? Um, uh, usually after tournaments, I usually take like a week or two and just like, because like I'll lock in and play like 
usually like on a daily like if it's not like a tournament's coming up i'll play like two to three hours maybe four hours but like when a tournament's coming up like like the last week before the clubs was i played like 10 to 12 hours a day like it was pretty unhealthy to be honest like i was locked in i'd wake up i'd eat some breakfast <laughs> and i'd just sit down and i'd play for just hours on end so i and like it would just like it, it's gonna like obviously hurt your mental and just hurt you like physically and stuff like yeah. so i definitely like I, i'd take a i'd take like a week or two break and just like like just yeah just kind of forget about the whether i win or lose like no matter what happens i just forget about it and and yeah. then i'll relock in for like the next tournament you have stuff that you like to do outside of Madden. I know you mentioned you're a big sports guy. Um, yeah, uh, I played baseball when I was in high school, but um, yeah, I really enjoy watching sports uh, and then like working out and stuff, and then hanging with my friends when it's not like COVID time, obviously. But yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of COVID, that was perfect transition. Thank you for that. Um, so you know we got this pandemic going on, and so in the Madden competitive world, you know, in person competition has been stopped. Um, so what's it been like competing in these big, huge money tournaments um, from your bedroom? Yeah, I definitely, like, some people might enjoy it because, like, yeah, as you said earlier, like, people get nervous, which, like, I, I definitely, like, my first tournament, I definitely was, like, terrified. Like, I was super nervous. And it was, like, a small tournament in Philadelphia. It was, like, uh, like a pretty small prize pool, too. Like, it was just, like, a, um, like a lot, like a land or whatever. And, like, I was terrified my first tournament, but uh, I just kind of got used to it. Um, but I did, I feel like it definitely hurts me because I, you just don't, it's not the same atmosphere as playing like right next to the person in front of like a crowd in front of like all the lights on you and whatever. So it definitely, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Uh, it also, it also sucks because when you play someone on the West coast, like your internet, like, it's just like, there's nothing you can do about it. Like there's nothing EA can do about it just because you're playing so far away from the person, like no matter whoever's host, like whoever's off host is just going to lag a little bit, which definitely is like just unfortunate, but it's just part of the game, like part of the COVID now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know as a fan, those technical timeouts kind of suck. I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's definitely like, there's just nothing really anyone can do. Like there, it's not really on EA. It's not on like any of the players. It's just like, just something with your internet or just something happens. So yeah do they have people like in the room or like communicating with you through an earpiece telling you how to fix any of these issues yeah so you're on a discord call with um like one of the admins and so if there's ever like an issue or something whether it's like in the game or with your internet or like you can you can talk to them like they're always in there and then like when there is like that technical timeout like they'll they'll bring in like an engineer to like fix your fix like your equipment because like they sent us like 15 like twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment like it's like a whole it's like it's basically like a whole streaming setup um lights a uh, lap like a, a laptop like a portable laptop that you can plug everything in so um yeah. it definitely like has room to like not work like if it doesn't work <laughs> you don't set it up correctly so yeah yeah i'm sure i, I mean it's not like you guys are, they don't i'm assuming they don't give you guys any sort of training on how to use that stuff or at least intense training yeah no they like go through with us and like how to like plug everything in and like make sure everything's working but yeah like if something like goes down like if you don't know what you're doing which i have like no idea what to do with computers like i'm not i'm not a computer guy at all so i just like you're just lost <laughs> yeah that's fair um so kind of moving um away from this a little bit 
um, you know, esports in general, um, a lot of times incorporates crews and teams and whatever. Um, can you talk a bit about the collaborative aspect of esports and Madden specifically? Yeah, so Madden's a little bit different. Um, like, as I said earlier, like in the Madden 20, like when I won my, my belt, won that tournament, uh, I was a lone wolf. Like, I didn't really play with anyone else, which I felt like kind of helps you because they don't know, like, how you play. Like, they don't know what, like, your favorite plays are or whatever, like, what your tendencies are. Um, Madden 21, I kind of started hanging with a couple of the top uh, top competitive players just to improve my game a little bit. But for Madden, it's weird because, like, um, like, especially in this last tournament, there's this big crew called, like, TNC, and they all, like, had to play each other, like, because at the end of the day, you're going to have to, if you guys are the best in the world, you're going to have to play each other at some point, so it kind of just sucks, um, like, Madden's different than, like, Call of Duty, because, like, if you're on a Call of Duty team, like, you're always going to play together as a team, so it's definitely a lot different, like, being in a crew, but it's definitely super helpful, because they can always give you reps that, like, other people just, like, can't, so yeah, they I mean pros and cons. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you look at like the 2K League and you have people like they get drafted onto a team and then they're like playing with these guys all the time, you know. Um, but Madden, like you said, so different. Um, people are going to go head to head from the same crew. Um, yeah. I mean, do you think that like people, it causes like issues internally within a crew when somebody has to say like, oh, like I need to like lab, let's say like with somebody that is not in the crew in order to beat someone inside of my crew? Yeah, that actually uh, happened in a tournament. And I feel like you kind of just, like, I mean, usually, like, at least for, like, the people that I hang out with, like, I'm friends with them outside of Madden. Like, it's not just, like, a strictly Madden thing. Like, they're cool people. Like, mm -hmm. I enjoy spending time with them. So, like, you kind of just got to be, like, real with them. It's like, well, we're playing for a $25,000 game. Like, we're playing against each other. Like, obviously, I'm not going to help you prepare for me, and you're not going to help me prepare for you. So, like, we're going to have to, like, go outside of the crew and, but, like, you got to just, like, got to, and that's just, like, part of Madden, I guess. That's just part of, like, having crews nowadays. It's, like, since Madden, you're going to have to play them at one point or the other. Yeah, definitely. Um, what does labbing look like? Like, are you guys mostly in practice mode? Are you guys going, like, regs? What does it look like? Uh, yeah, it's always different for, like, different um different people like I know one of my friends really enjoys practice mode I don't really only time I ever go into practice mode is to work on my stick work other than that I don't, I don't ever go into practice mode um but yeah usually the way I prepare with like labbing with other people is like uh, we just boot up a game against each other whether it's like whatever we're pra practicing for like regs or ultimate team or whatever and we just we'll just play a game um but like Usually we won't, we'll either play it like it's like a tournament game where you take back your picks, you take back your touchdowns, you get a fumble, you take, like you try to score on every single play, um, or you play it like you're uh, just like labbing something up where it's like, if you like break a big run, you're just going to run out of bounds. So you can get more reps in because it's like, you don't care what the score is, you're just trying to get better. And so we'll always like try out new plays and stuff and like the score doesn't really matter as long as you try. Yeah, to get definitely. Um, so you're in TGL crew, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of those guys in there are, are big on YouTube, they're big on Twitch, um, but you don't stream much and you don't really post content. Um, so why, what do you think the reason for that is? Yeah, so I just kind of met those guys. Um, there was like this squads tournament, which is like a 3v3 game mode. Um, and so Throne and KMAC, who are like some big guys on YouTube and Twitch, um, they asked me to play in it last year with them. And then, like, I talked to them. And, like, while we were preparing for it, they were, like, some cool people. So we just decided, along with a couple other people in the crew, that we were just going to, like, work together. That, like, 
So like I was like the last edition. Like they were already like all together, and they were like, "Let's have this guy because he's cool people or whatever." And um, but yeah, I feel like to play Madden, um, kind of like going off the subject, but um, to play Madden, you can't really go like full comp. Like you can't like rely only on EA and their prize pool, which I think more people are realizing, and like I realize. So I definitely will start be streaming a lot more because it's just like an an extra revenue source. Just in case if you have a bad tournament or something like that, since since it's not like 2K League or like Call of Duty or like League of Legends, like other big esports where like there's a guaranteed salary, whether you go 0 and 16, like you're still getting paid. Like if you have yeah. a bad tournament, like you're just like, like if I, like if this was my full-time job, I just wouldn't have any money. <laughs> just would not <laughs> be able to pay any bills or anything like that. So you definitely gotta, you definitely gotta like get big on Twitch and YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah, do you feel like your crewmates will kind of help you with that, seeing that they're already kind of big there? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely helpful to know people and, like, know how they started and they can help you out with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, I mean, I think that we're already, like you kind of said, we're seeing, like, the, the very top um, competitive guys. I, I mean, now you just said you're going to do it also. But, you know, I've seen a lot of the top competitive guys start getting on to Twitch more, start getting on to YouTube more. You know, um, and I, I guess it's kind of what you're saying is another revenue source because um, you can't really rely on EA. Yeah, it's tough because like, again, like Madden is just so weird for like an eSport because it's like, like, like I, I always compared to 2K because like it's another sport in a uh, sport game. It's like you can't really like, like Madden, it's like you, it's hard to stream, but you also want to be like the best at like for tournaments because the more you stream, the more film people have on you. And there's only, like, so many plays you can run. And, like, since it's, like, it's not, like, most of the stuff is, like, uh, AI controlled. So, like, you can only, like, do everything, like, do so much yourself. While as opposed to, like, Call of Duty or whatever, like, everything's a new game. And, like, you can stream as much as you want. And people can't, like, catch on to your tendencies as well. Or same thing with, like, 2K. Like, Madden, it's, like, hard to hide something so you can be the best, but also to be a streamer. So that's what a lot of people like try to find like a, a good balance so they can be good at both. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I mean, I mean, just kind of asking the question here, do you think like some of the pros are a little bit too like tendency specific? Do you think they just get stuck in their ways? And then like, you know, I know Bunch was obviously a big meta this year. Trips tight end is a big meta. People know, you know, more or less what's coming. So do you think that there's like an advantage to, um, I don't know, being able to move to a different formation, you know, a little bit more freely? Yeah, being off meta definitely helps if you can, you don't even have to, like, that's the thing, like, being, running bunch or trips, like, you have to, if you want to be the best in the world, you have to be the best in those formations, like, there's just nothing about it, because everyone knows what's coming, like, they know, like, all the specific route combos. Um, running off meta, most people don't really know how to prepare for that, so if you run off meta, you don't have to be, like, you don't have to have the sharpest reads or anything like that. It's just tough this year because um, the off-meta formations just aren't that great. Like, um, yeah. you can't really run under center because, like, user blitzing, people just, like, scream up the A-gap and just sack you instantly. So, like, that takes away half the formations. And then most of the shotgun formations besides trips and, like, a bunch just don't have good route combos or don't have good blocking or spacing. So it's, it's tough to run off-meta and still be good. Yeah, I mean, but – I mean, you can kind of look at yourself as kind of an example. I know that um, uh, last, like, just a couple of days ago um, in your final eight game in the MCS, one of the broadcasters, T. Davis, compared you to one of, if not the GOAT of Madden, Problem Right, 
um, in terms of your ability to adjust mid game and, and come out in different sets. I know during the game you were saying like, let me just find one run that he can't stop. And so it seems like you're kind of going into a game and feeling it out for what it is, maybe more than other people. Oh uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Most people. Yeah. They like, like, that's why, like I said, like playing Pavin is probably one of the hardest matches I play because he's like plays exactly like me almost, except he's like, uh, he passes a lot more than I do, but like, we're both the same type of players on offense. Like we're not going to stay in something that's not working. I know a lot of people will stay in bunch and even though they're getting bad, like they will, they will never switch, which I just don't understand. Like they're just setting themselves up to lose. Like if I'm getting bagged in a formation, I'm going to switch instantly. Like I'm going to try, like I'm going to use the whole playbook to my advantage. And I feel like people that do that are just so much harder to play against because you're right. Like nobody on defense is good against every formation. Like it's just impossible. Like there nobody's that like good. Like it's just impossible. So if you can find something that they can't beat and exploit it, like that's, that's what makes you a top tier Madden player in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. I mean, is it hard for you, though? Like, do you think you sometimes have to go out and, and go to a formation that maybe you're not familiar in either? So, you know, it kind of goes both ways. They don't, they don't know how to defend it, but you might not know how to run. Yeah, no. When I'm freestyling, yeah, sometimes I will go into a formation that I haven't ran in three or four months. And I'll just like, I, I, I think this play will work. Like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Like, when I'm about to call, I'm like, I think this play will work. But like, I mean, you can tell by the other person's user though, that like, they don't really know what to do, like on the play. Like, so it's kind of just like, you're both kind of just praying that something works. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it works for me. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's so funny given just like the, the, the kind of like situation of, of competitive Madden, which a lot of the times I feel like is I'm going to come out in this defense, no matter what, and you're going to come out in this offense, no matter what. And like, we're just going to see who gets lucky, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. 100%. Um, but specifically on defense, I know um, a lot of people saying that you're one of the best defensive players in the world. And I know you tweeted out that you felt like the best defensive player in the world this year. So what is it about defense that you think you're able to do especially well? Um, I feel really confident against the meta formations, trips that end, and like bunch specifically. I feel like I'm the best in the world at playing against bunch. Uh, it's just because I know most of the, like, I know all the route combos that like, like the popular meta route combos that people like to run. And then also for, per, for preparing for tournaments, like being able to watch film is so key for me because like, as you said earlier, a lot of people, well, like me, myself included and like even NFL teams, like, ev like they all have their favorite plays, like the plays that they're going to call on third or fourth down, like down four, two minutes left, like their favorite play in the game. It's like, if you're able to pick up on that, like that takes away so much from your opponent. And uh, like, I, that's how I feel like, I, I feel like I can adjust so much, so much, so much better than like other people can in big games. Definitely. I mean, I think that one of the coolest parts of Madden, in my opinion, is the ability to have that kind of like, you just have extra control, I think, in terms of being able to adjust mid game, you know, I think you look at like 2K and like, you can go in and do some weird coach adjustments or whatever but for the most part that's not really you doing it you know but Madden you have the ability oh I see they're doing that I'm going to put something there I'm going to do this to exactly counter it um do you think that as you're going through games you're kind of making mental notes like oh like I've seen him do this a couple times I've seen him do this a couple times oh yeah definitely because like my biggest thing I pick up on is like the motions um because like when you're motioning a specific guy 
Um, usually that means like you're going to call a specific play. Like you only motion a guy for like one or two different plays. Um, it, yeah, I do think that batting is like the best game that you can adjust mid game. It sucks this year because like the game is really ability based. So um, if you have like, if you're running like one steps, like you're obviously going to run mainly man. Um, so it's tough to adjust. Like if your abilities just don't allow you, like they're going to kind of like hurt your ability to adjust. So that's why I like to kind of run like a mixed with like double or nothings on the uh, D line. So I can shed a little bit better and also like some one steps. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like ever since they were first introduced into the game, abilities have been like a pretty big point of contention um, for the whole community. I mean, overall, do you think that they're good for the game? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't really play Madden like competitively before abilities. So like, obviously everyone that says like they're not good is like, um, they're like, they played Madden usually like they're probably a little bit older and they played Madden before abilities. Um, I don't really, I'll just kind of play whatever people that usually complain about it are usually just not very good. Like they're always going to complain. Like usually people that say like, Oh, this Madden sucks. It's just cause they're not good. Like at this Madden, and they, like they say this Madden was better when they were their best at it. So it's like, it's tough to kind of take any, anyone's opinion. Cause it's usually like a slanted opinion. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I know at least for me, uh, Madden is probably one of the most frustrating games that I've ever played. Um, I don't know if I've ever gotten more mad at a video game than in any sort of Madden game if it's not going my way. Um, so I wrote out three different things here um, that I think are pretty frustrating when they happen. Um, can I get you to rank them from least frustrating to most frustrating? Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I, I'm definitely like you. I've definitely put some holes in some walls. Uh, it's been pretty bad. I've, I used to get really angry. I don't get as angry th as much, but uh, when I was younger, even when I wasn't like playing for big tournaments or like competitively, I'd just be playing against my friends. Like I just, oh yeah, it, it brings out a different side of you. It's, <laughs> it's super frustrating sometimes. Yes, exactly. All right. So my list is one, tight end delay route doesn't release from blocking. Two, crazy reach forward animations from players without the ability and three throw out a sack. Um, the reach forwards are definitely the worst. Like, especially if they're at the goal line or it seems like it only activates when they're at the goal line or it's like a fourth, fourth and one, like two minutes left. It's a tie game. Like that, that one has got to be the most frustrating. So I would definitely rank that one. Um, <laughs> I don't really pass that much, so throw out a sack would probably be last. I'd say delay fades. I, I, I love delay fades, so they'd probably be second when I do pass. Um, so yeah. that'd probably be second, and the throw out a sack would be the last one. I feel like I'm sitting, spamming the A button, going, get out of yeah. here! <laughs> yeah, it's so random. Sometimes sometimes it will release instantly, and then sometimes sometimes the guy will just, like, fall down or something. It's like, bro, get up, please. And then, you, then you're looking at it, and you're not focusing on the pocket, and you're just going to get sacked. Yeah, yeah. super frustrating. Gosh, I mean, there's just nothing like it. Um, all right, so one of the segments that we like to do on this show is called the Maryland Minute. Um, so I'm just going to do a few things, uh, ask a few quick questions, uh, a little bit more rapid fire style. Um, so just give me like your answer. Um, it doesn't have to be super short, but you know, um, however quick you feel like answering. Gotcha. Um, so if not Madden, what other game would you want to go pro in? 2K. What's your favorite regs team? The Packers. Favorite mock card this year? Uh, Bo Jackson, the GOAT. <laughs> Name one feature, one feature you want in Madden 22. 
Um, um, I don't know. There's so much. <laughs> There's so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the who's the best Madden player you feel like you've ever played against? Um, probably, probably Clef when I played him in the finals. Uh, what's the biggest piece of advice for someone trying to become a gamer? Um, just got to play the game more, honestly. Um, play the leaderboards, like grind whatever game you're playing. Uh, find out like how, like someone in that field, like hit them up. Most people, most gamers, like it's actually pretty dope. Uh, most gamers are usually like, unless if you're like hitting the big guys, like Nick Merckx or something, like they probably won't respond to you. But like, if you find someone, um, in like that field that plays competitively, like they will usually respond to you, which is definitely pretty dope because like, like hitting up a professional athlete, like they're probably not going to respond to you. But like most gamers are usually pretty cool with other gamers. So like, I'm always open. Like I keep my DMS open. Like I always respond to anyone that hits me up and like, they have that same question. So um, like yeah, figure sure. out how they did it and then yeah, kind of do what they did. Yeah. Um, and then last question your favorite sports memory it can be from sport you played or from professional sports um just favorite overall sports memory uh Brandon Graham uh strip sacking Tom Brady in the Super Bowl <laughs> hey there you go are you an Eagles fan yeah yeah I'm a, I'm a huge Eagles fan there you go <laughs> all right well um I'm gonna put you in a scenario here it's gonna be my final question it's a scenario you might be a little bit familiar with um, you're on defense up by eight, fourth and one, your opponents at the 18 yard line, 10 seconds left for the Madden challenge belt against Clef the God. What's your defensive play call? Uh, I think I ran cover two. I ran cover two. I think I blitzed three. Uh, I had a middle third out there too, to cover the middle. It's like for a seam streak and he ended up, and then I manned up the, uh, I manned up the wheel route for verticals, and he ended up throwing the verticals wheel route, and that, that's how I picked him off. I'm pretty there sure that's go. the defense that I called on that play. Legendary. Stuff of legend, really. <laughs> All right, well, Noah, I really, really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. It's been an absolute blast having you on. Um, if you want to plug anything, social media, upcoming tournaments, you can go ahead. Uh, no, appreciate the invite. This, this was super fun. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, um, I will um, talk to you another time. I'll see you. All right, cool. Have a good one. You too.